Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Clutter. I'm your host, Margot Statton, and today we're going to be talking about three sneaky habits that are keeping your home messy. So if you've ever wondered why no matter what you do, your home constantly seems cluttered and untidy, then this episode is for you. Trying to clean when we have way too much stuff is almost impossible. Cleaning typically involves working around items instead of actually picking them up to clean under them. Ladies, take our kitchen counters, for example. A clutter-free counter requires less than 60 seconds of your time to clean. A little multi-purpose cleaner and a quick microfiber wipe and you are done. Now, let me know if you can relate to this. What happens if we have a ton of stuff sitting on our counters? Chances are, be real, you rarely pick up the items and clean under them. You Maybe you have a toaster or a coffee maker or a cutting board or other appliances. Be honest, be truthful. How often do you actually remove everything from your counter and clean under it? Chances are, like most of us, you are cleaning around it. Now, if you do remove the items, how long does that actually take? This requires taking everything off, cleaning it, and then placing all the items back. And that just sounds like a lot of work. And I will be the first to admit that I used to have a ton of kitchen countertop clutter and I always said, full transparency, I have no choice. My kitchen is so tiny, there is just nowhere else to put these items. And then I had to call BS on myself. (laughs) What I should have been asking myself was, do I need these items? Furthermore, do I need these items to sit on top of my kitchen countertop? By the way, quick pro hack. If you are to keep anything on your kitchen countertop, these should be items that you use every single day. If you don't use them every single day, then they should be kept in cabinets and drawers. The same can be said for other areas of our home. The closet that is full of stuff we don't wear, the bedroom that has a ton of things under the bed, boxes in the corner, and laundry piling up on the floor. The bathroom sink that has too many hair and makeup products on it. The products are maybe empty, expired, and unwanted. Trying to be clean and tidy while still holding on to a ton of clutter is nearly impossible. Cleaning is strictly superficial without actually addressing the real problem. So the sneaky habit, this sneaky habit number one, is that you have too much clutter. It is almost impossible to maintain a clean and tidy home when we have too much stuff. And by the way, if you're looking to declutter your home once and for all, you can join our decluttering membership program where you get daily guidance and accountability to take your home from chaos to clutter free. For more information, you can check out the show notes. On to sneaky habit number two, that is keeping your home messy. This is actually an easy fix, but a lot of times we are not doing it. So our homes require daily love and attention, yet some of us wait until spring cleaning to thoroughly clean them. Ever since I decluttered my home, and by the way, this took some time, okay? Decluttering doesn't happen overnight. Ever since I decluttered my home and created a daily, weekly, and monthly cleaning schedule, I don't actually partake in the madness of spring cleaning. 
My curtains are cleaned seasonally, the baseboards as well, floors are washed weekly, surfaces the same, my bathroom and kitchen get daily cleaning attention. The culprit that is keeping our homes messy is that we are procrastinating daily chores. Vacuuming the rug once or twice a week, which can take 10 minutes if left untreated, requires washing, disinfecting, and sometimes throwing it out altogether if left untouched for weeks. Now, I know it is super easy to say, I'll do it later, but those postponed tasks add up creating an avalanche of mess. Not only that, if we procrastinate daily chores, we actually spend much more time cleaning our home. And who wants to do that? Who wants to be tied to cleaning a home for like three hours? I don't want to do it. Nobody wants to do this. Creating a weekly cleaning to-do list will maintain your home's cleanliness. Now, here's a sneak peek into my cleaning routine. On Mondays, there are no chores, I tidy up only. Now, there is a difference between cleaning and tidying up. Cleaning are things like vacuuming, washing floors. These are things that tend to take a little bit longer versus tidying up is more about maintaining. So these tend to be 60 second activities. So for example, after each meal prep, you wipe down the kitchen countertop. So on Mondays, no chores, I tidy up only. On Tuesdays, I do the laundry, which by the way, I absolutely hate. And if there were, if there was a chore that um, (laughs) I procrastinate, it would be laundry. And by the way, also washing dishes. Let me know. How do you feel about those two chores? So Tuesday is laundry and I wash my bathroom. On Wednesday, I vacuum. On Thursday, I clean all surfaces. I dust and I water my plants. I have over 60 plants. Okay, don't judge me. I love having my indoor gardens. On Friday, I have no chores. I tidy up only. On Saturday, I vacuum and wash floors. And on Sunday, again, there are no chores. I tidy up only. In case you're wondering what's included into my tidy up schedule. So this is these are things that I do on a daily basis. And that is I wash dishes. I take out the trash. I wipe the kitchen table and countertops. I wipe my bathroom sink and toilet. Um, I have a toilet obsession. I don't know what it is. I find myself constantly tidying up the bathroom. I don't don't know. Um, I fix couch pillows and throw blankets. And then I put away my dogs and my daughter's toys. Um, My daughter tends to be actually pretty neat and tidy. She does put a lot of her stuff away, but like little things here and there that she left out, maybe a loose marker or whatnot, I will put back where it belongs. Creating a cleaning to-do list and making it work for you and your family will keep your home in order and you feeling at peace in your clean space. Now, something to be mindful of, like, you know, I shared my cleaning and tidying up schedule, but that's, you know, that's a schedule that might not necessarily work for you. So I live in a relatively small space. You know, I have a nine-year-old daughter, I have a dog, and I work from home. So I've created a schedule that fits my lifestyle. And I think that that is key. You know, a lot of times we try to create schedules, but like they don't work for us or we're penciling in certain chores, maybe at the end of a long, hard day where we're tired and maybe we're not going to be washing floors, right? So we have to kind of be realistic about creating a cleaning schedule that works for us. And also 
try out a schedule first. If it doesn't work, tweak it, right? I mean, there is no expectation that we're going to nail it on the first try. I went through multiple cleaning schedules before I was able to finalize, right? And create one that actually seamlessly fits into my day to day. And by the way, feel free to grab a free copy of my cleaning checklist, which includes what to clean weekly, daily, and monthly. I will leave a link to it. It's totally free in the show notes. Let's move on to culprit number three, that is keeping our homes messy. And this is a big one. This is a huge habit um, that if you have, it takes some time (laughs) and some self-discipline to change. A lot of my clients struggle with this, right? Um, We are successfully able to declutter our homes, but if, if we don't actually actively pursue changing this habit, our homes will constantly be, forever be, cluttered and messy. And the culprit is impulse buying, and poor shopping habits. I know some of you are like tempted to turn off this podcast episode because you don't want to hear anybody telling you to just stop buying, stop impulse shopping. But hold on, I have a solution. There is a solution, okay? Um, But the truth is, if we want to avoid a messy home, the key is to have more items leave our home than make their way into our home. Christmas and birthdays excluded. (laughs) Impulse shopping and shopping without a plan, and that's the key, without a plan, can quickly bring in a ton of stuff into our homes that we don't necessarily want or need. In fact, this is one of the biggest contributors of clutter. So there are simple things that we can do to combat impulse buying. And my favorite, and this is the one that I use all the time, is if it's not on the list, it does not get bought. I do not leave the house without a shopping list because it could be too tempting to get enticed by a sale at Target or Home Goods. We are all human. You know, we go to a store, we're women, we see shiny things, we like it, whether it's a sweater or a cup or whatever it may be. And especially when it's on sale, we're like, oh my God, this is a great find. I get it. We get, we get so tempted. So it's very hard to overcome temptation, which is why years ago, I started building the habit of not leaving my house unless I have a shopping list. Now, of course, there are gonna be times where we see an item that wasn't on the list and it like calls to us, right? So for me, it used to be coffee mugs. I, I, I don't know what it was. I mean, I don't even have that many people living in my home, but I would go to Home Goods and all of the coffee mugs just looked so enticing. And I'm a huge coffee drinker, which is why I named my dog coffee. <laughs> Talk about an addiction. Um, so that used to be my Achilles heel. And what I learned to do is that if you encounter an item that you really want, leave it. If you still want it the next day and truly feel that your home and your life will improve, then go out and buy it. And what I realized was that nine out of 10 times, and this does require a lot of self-discipline to like not purchase it, but I realized that nine out of 10 times, if I came back home, I would realize that I don't actually need or want the item. By the way, this also saves you a ton of money. Most items are merely shiny objects that bring us short-term joy. And then come a week later, we may even feel guilt over spending money on it. Have you ever experienced that? You brought it, you bought an item, you brought it home, you know, maybe you spent 30, 40 bucks on it, and you're just like, number one, like 
you have nowhere to put it, right? If it's some kind of like decorative piece. And number two, you're like, I, I didn't really need this, right? But a lot of times, like we won't go back to the store and return it. <laughs> I hope that you do, right? But some, But sometimes we don't. So really think twice, right? And kind of walk away, distance yourself from the item and think about whether or not you actually need it and if it's gonna serve you and make you happy. Now, if you are more of the Amazon shopping kind, then here is what I found worked for me and a lot of my clients. And it is to add to cart and not actually buy. So sometimes the act of browsing and looking at items and then adding them to cart without actually buying it serves the same purpose, like, right? We, we look at pretty things, we add to cart, but we never actually check out. I don't know. Let me know. Try it. How does it go? Shopping with intention is a great way to keep our homes tidy and clean. But this last one does take a lot of work. By simply changing these three habits, and don't, I mean, don't do all three at the same time. <laughs> Choose one, right? If all three relate to you, just pick one and start with one, and then you can add a second and you can add a third. It's never a good idea to like start changing too many things all at the same time because statistically, you know, research has found that none of them will stick, right? So we build one habit at a time because change is hard. But by changing eventually, even one at a time and changing eventually all three of these habits, you're going to find that you're going to have a clean, tidy and clutter-free home and it's gonna be much more easier to maintain. So thank you so much for listening. As always, good luck on your decluttering journey and remember to be good to yourself.